What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. What's up, girl? How are you? We ain't got no guests today. We ain't got no guests today. <laughs> Cause y'all be tripping. Let me tell y'all something. Nah, they be mad as fuck. That's Oh, poor crew. I love y'all. Y'all know at this point, we are family. You know, we right here. We see each other, but y'all be embarrassing us when company comes. Y'all do. Every time. Y'all be in the comments like, who is this? Y'all ain't got no manners. No decorum. None. Decorum? Hey. Hey. I like it. You like that? I do. I'm telling y'all, listen now. Y'all know we are trying to grow the family. So we got to do what we got to do. But y'all know we always going to come back with a little solo. And we going mm-hmm. to have our time together. But when we have guests, y'all don't even be watching the episodes. Because, baby, y'all love a solo episode. They watch literally maybe five seconds. They're like, oh, we'll be. As soon as we say we got a guest next week, <laughs> they'll be like, we'll be back. <laughs> They do not fool We just going to stop putting the guests in the caption. Yeah, we just going to let them sneak up on y'all. Right. We going to have like that, uh, the thumbnail just be us mm-hmm. so they don't know. So that they click on it. Mm-hmm. And watch the trick, first y'all. time. And then we going to have them come in after the first 10 minutes so yeah. that we can get our views. <laughs> now we got to <laughs> trick them. You know how like they do for kids? They like put spinach in the chicken mm-hmm. and blend it up and make a chicken nugget. Yep. That's what we got to do That's what we got to do to them. We got to put it and put a little spinach in the smoothie. Yeah. Up a little spinach in the smoothie because mm-hmm. y'all bad as fuck. Yeah. They're, like they're like our little bad nieces. They need a little pop. They do. A little pop pop. That's what I be doing to Feeny. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all need a pop pop. They be cutting up. Girl. Okay, but we got a solo today for y'all. Um, so yeah, girl, what you been up to? Oh, I mean, we've been working. We've yeah. been recording. Yeah, we've been working and recording. We've been recording. Working and recording. I feel like we've been recording a lot. Yeah, we have been. I think we're just getting geared up because, you know, like, tour has started technically because we already did L.A., but tour is really, really, really about to start In now. August. Yeah, like, well, so by the time they watch this, it's August. Tour is, like, really kicking off with Orlando, Miami, Nashville. Like, it's like we're going to be really busy. Yeah. So. I mean, and we get, like, a little break, I guess in september but see that's why i'm mad because my friend is going to the um usher concert in paris mm-hmm. in september and she didn't tell me she was like oh yeah i got a uh, and it's like sold out now so i was like damn i, I knew came. that was gonna be sold out though because he only having two dates bro i, I think he having two in paris so and then bad. two somewhere else i fucking hated him in europe i can't remember the other place i mean but He's having another show, so you gotta, but you gotta make sure you get your tickets though. I think we should go to that show because we still haven't been to the residency. He having another show in October, and that's the last one. Oh, we gotta get our tickets like tomorrow. Yeah, it's like it's like when he comes back from Europe from doing those dates in Europe. The October's the last one. He's having like two more dates in October, and then that's like the final date. But let me say this about the usher. I think his residency has been old, like. It exceeded expectations. Mm-hmm. He's crazy. You he think it's do- going to go on? He has to. He has to. Yeah. There's no way that he's not coming back next year and doing this. There's no way. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, maybe he might take a year off. Just kind of create some like anticipation and get people like, he has to do it. You know, some people do residencies for years. Mm-hmm. He definitely needs to do it again. Because I just can't believe I haven't been yet. I feel like I'm the last person on earth who hasn't been. No, same. But I will say, when I go to a show, 
I feel like I'm not going to lie. I hate to say this. And I know we don't do celebrity gossip and talking on here, but I want to go when there's like not, not a bunch of celebrities there. Because mm. I want to get the real Usher experience with the fans and the audience. Because I feel like but now. But is that though? Well, I don't know. I feel like because since the Kiki Palmer situation, the, the people are in the audience kind of being extra now. They're kind of making it seem like, oh yeah, Usher, you ain't going to get me in trouble. Not Kiki Palmer gate. It is Kiki Palmer gate. <laughs> like, but Kiki did what she was supposed to do, baby. But now I <laughs> feel like. Why people is acting up over this oh situation? Oh my God. To me. Now see y'all acting like she did what Taraji did, right? Cause she was cutting up. She was cutting up. But y'all, and, and at the end of the day, one y'all act like this isn't entertainment, and two y'all acting like Usher is in a relationship. He got kids with his lady. Like he good. He's entertaining. Yeah. Like it's supposed to be fun, but I feel like they kind of made it a little corny. So I want to go when none of the celebrities are there. But then two people be acting like this is what niggas did back in the day. Oh, Teddy Pendergrass used to be kissing women on stage. He would take your bitch for real. For real. The original Mr. You ain't your girl. Her again. Mm-hmm. Love TKO. He was talking about you, nigga. <laughs> Not him. He was singing for your ass. No, for real though. That's what I'm saying. Like, niggas been doing this. That's what R&B is about. Mm-hmm. You supposed to serenade the women. Make yes. the women feel good. Make them feel sexy. That's why when we go to R&B concerts, our coochie ain't wet no more. Can we please? Do you promise? Can you promise? You gotta make a promise before I tell you what I'm about to say. No. You have Because you might tell me to do something stupid. It's not something. I don't. What? We gonna do it together. Say what? yes. Yes. Okay. Can we please go to like a R&B, like an old school R&B concert in white yeah. linen suit? Oh, I knew you were gonna say that. Yes. We you gotta wear it. wedgies. I like a little wig. I like though. a wig. <laughs> We gotta wear some wedges. You know, Dolce and Gabbana got some wedges just yes, like this. Yes, we gonna wear some wedges. Okay. And we gonna, you know, have on our little flowy little linen suits. I'm gonna wear a little top hat. I'm weak. You remember my aunt had a top hat on? Mm-hmm. I the, remember. And you like, who up there in that fedora? I said, leave my auntie alone. I like fedoras, though. I know. I, like, that's when you know you getting a little old. Mm-hmm. When you wear a fedora with a feather but in it. don't get it twisted. My auntie is fine. And she be fly. No, not your auntie. I'm saying, like, that's like old nigga shit. Like, oh, yeah. Old Player niggas love to wear a fedora with a feather. And they laugh like this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh. That, no, no, that's how they laugh like this. Uh-huh. Maybe that's a pimp laugh. They, uh-huh. What's up, girl? No, they don't. Uh-huh. You never seen Spice Adams? Uh, that? that guy that does the video, he'd be like, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. I know you're talking about. That's how old niggas laugh. Trust me. I, I know. think they be laughing like that, too, though. But you said it. <laughs> yeah, maybe y'all was thinking about that man in Houston. That pimp. What's his name? Macaroni Flip back. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Macaroni Tony. Macaroni Tony is his name. But anyways, but yeah, I feel like um, concerts. You remember um, in the Hey Y'all video when no. Thousand was on stage and the girl was in the audience like looking constipated. No, because she was like horny. <laughs> you look constipated. That's what she did. Y'all remember That's that? You look when you horny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'd be like this. I'm calling you down. Daddy, I need a daddy. Ew. Uh, I hope you, you do not be making that face for real. That's terrifying. Oh my God. No, I don't make that face for real. But I feel like, honestly, you should go to an R&B concert. You should like either be like, oh my God, I want him so bad. Or you should be like texting your nigga like, oh, I can't wait to see you type shit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like R&B concerts are supposed to be sexy. They're supposed to yeah. be sexy. 
This is no shade to him. This is no shade to this man. But so you remember that clip of Jacquees when he was on stage dancing like this? And it went viral. Or when Omarion he... was like this. Niggas don't want to see that. I would like to see Omarion do that. Well, I feel like Omarion, he does a good, like, balancing. You know, I feel like Omarion has a lot of sexy songs. And I've never been to Omarion. Always my song. Yeah, but I feel like let's bring back the sexy R&B concerts. Like, I would love to go to a Tank concert because I know he be singing down, playing that piano. Like, that's what an R&B concert is. Did you, did you watch his Tiny Disc? I haven't yet. I haven't seen the full it thing. I watched the little clips. But now that Juvenile Tiny Disc, a hit. A hit, hun. But yeah, um, let's get back. Let's get back focused. Oh so other than that, this happens. This is why we need guests <sighs> to show y'all why we need guests. This is why exactly. we need guests <laughs> so we can stay on on task. Anyways, but back to us. We have been. We got a trainer. We've been working out. Um, our goal, me and Dre want to have abs by December. Mm -hmm. So we're holding each other accountable. We've been super healthy. Ty has been making us healthy drinks that are real light on the calories. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Ty, what are we drinking today? All right. So since we've been talking about Usher, mm. we're going to call this one the nice and slow. Ooh. All right. Okay. So this one has tequila for Drea, vodka for Lex. We have some muddled lemon and some muddled jalapenos. You know, I love to muddle something. I love a muddle. <laughs> <laughs> a splash of pineapple juice. And then, of course, some So Mixy hibiscus syrup, which you get at SoMixy.com. Um, but we put all of that together. And it's nice and slow. Got a little spice. But then yes. that little floral taste to it. And not too much of the hibiscus syrup. So we can kind of cut some of those calories out. Okay. Cheers, y'all. It's real tasty, too, y'all. And it's speaking good. of spice, y'all see top with their red lip on. Oh. Real spicy, <laughs> Tommy. Cut up. <laughs> and y'all know, per usual, we got the LS cream on display. Yep. Let me tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all every week. I'm telling y'all, if y'all wanna get the vibes going, an after dinner drink, you go and impress your date. Bring them home. Tell them, oh, you ain't had a, never had this before, and it's black on. I put a little LS in my coffee. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck the cream. Hey, you talking about putting LS. your coffee? This is my coffee, man. <laughs> I, I, this, this, that's this, my you coffee. You get your day started. Hell yeah. Get y'all some LS cream liqueur. Y'all need to have this in y'all house. Y'all need to go to wherever your favorite bar or restaurant is and start telling them, hey, this is what you need. We want LS. We, we want, want LS. LS. Okay, let's get into these mup topics. These what? These mup topics. I'm trying to censor myself. <laughs> Why? Because I'm an angel. It already been 10 minutes. Damn, I think you could cuss now. Did I say a curse word? I haven't said a curse word yet, right? I don't think so. I don't think I said one either. Good. But they, they, might, still, they might still flag this shit. We always get flags. We do. We just be minding our business. Right. We don't so, have a problem. Before we move on to the next, uh, for, next to the topic, I do want to ask y'all. If we move somewhere, like, where would y'all want to see us on? Like a Hulu, a Netflix? Would y'all want to see us on our own app? I really want to know. So please leave y'all's. Um, I'm going to put a comment in there. I'm going to say, where do y'all want to see us at? And make sure y'all just comment it under the comment. Because mm -hmm. I would be curious, like, because I, of course, we want y'all to follow us wherever we go. But I'm just curious, like, what other platform would y'all want to see mm -hmm. us on for visuals? Because, um, yeah, I just want to know. For future, you know, deals. Period. Things like that. <laughs> uh -huh. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we laughing today. <laughs> Okay. That is how pimps laugh, though. If they gonna have their little pinky up. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> you sounded like Kim from the Parker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we ain't never gonna make it through this episode. No, say the topic, bitch. No, it's your topic. Go ahead. Um, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I gotta get my serious journalism yes. face on. Please, thank you. So yeah, for the first topic mm-hmm. today. Oh, Diane Sawyer. Amen. Oh, shit. <laughs> giving Barbara Walters. Giving Dopra. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm begging. What? I'm pleading. Because my name starts. You, I mean, you get it. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dopra. Dopra. Yeah. Girl, so, anyways, on. um. For the first topic today, I would like to talk about your partner being a direct reflection of you and your self-esteem. Mm. I think this is a great topic because, wow. because most people don't realize that the person that you're dating really says how much you love yourself. Facts. Big or L. how much you don't love, love yourself. yourself. You know, it's crazy that you said that. If I'm doper, who are you? Um, shit, I don't know. I'm giving Tom Joyner. But what's gonna... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Damn it, y'all straight. Why y'all laughing at me? No, you know what you give me? What? Remember Barney Hill from Martin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out to boy. <laughs> it's the Barney Mansion. Shout out to That's what you give me. Because you, you play too much. I don't know why that was the first person that popped in my head, and that's not even a real person. Oh, 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 I said, ow, ow, ow. It's the Tom Joyner morning show. He don't even sing that, though. I know, but I remember it. I used to love Tom Joyner. What's his catchphrase? Oh, no. Exactly. Damn. You ain't a real person. What fan. is your catchphrase then? Oh, I don't know, but I know Oprah's. What is it? You get a car. You don't get a car. <laughs> Yes, that's what everybody remembers. Bro, okay, focus. We're talking about this topic. Okay, Okay, so back to the topic at hand. I do think this is very true, especially with um, everything that I've went through. Honestly, I will say in the past five years of my life, when I look at my past partners, even guys that I was like temporarily dating, like it wasn't like we were in a relationship. It said a lot to me about where I was mentally versus i feel like the men that i've dated this year mm-hmm. so earlier in the year um i had a we had talked about this and it was actually a clip and i was saying how i met a guy in the nail shop and he paid for my nails he paid for my feet and we ended up going on a date, and we ended up talking for how long was that maybe like four or five months mm-hmm. you know and it was a really good situation he was really nice it didn't work out we're still friends there's no bad blood no beef nothing it was just like you know we weren't as compatible as compatible as we thought but one thing i will say and i am still grateful for that situationship till this day because i was like oh there are good men out here Mm -hmm. and he was really treating me like i deserve to be treated Mm -hmm. like it was the first time in a while honestly since i had dated like throwback babe where i was going on different types of dates Mm -hmm. and somebody was catering to me they were making sure i was okay they were always checking in with me and 
it had just been so long where I felt like I was really wanted. Because you can be with somebody who loves you, but you don't feel wanted or liked. And I think when I dealt with a lot of guys that I had dealt with in the past, and I'm not just talking about my ex that I was on and off with for seven years. I was dealing with a man who was like on and off with his girlfriend and she ended up getting pregnant. And I was, you know what I'm saying? It was a lot. Of, and I'm like, what were you, why were you being so comfortable with that? And you know why I was comfortable, comfortable with that is because I was so afraid of being alone that I was okay with accepting crumbs. Mm. And also I felt like maybe this is just your story. Mm. Maybe I was settling, but my confidence was so shot. I didn't even realize I'm attracting these type of men because my confidence is down here and I don't even feel good about myself. But once I started getting back to my normal self and do, doing that healing and doing that work, that's when the better men started coming along. You know what I'm saying? Like when I really started, you know, getting in the gym, you know, because right around the time I met Nail Shop Guy, that's when I started. I had lost that 30. Nail Shop Guy is wild. That's his name, Nail Shop Guy. But that's my friend. Like, you know, I'm not going to say his name. But... No, I know. I know. But I'm just Nail laughing at his age. Yeah, Nail Shop Guy. I, we never I feel like we, done had, we used to have some lit We names. used to have some names. You named him Nail Shop Guy? He is Nail Shop Guy, but don't get I it feel twisted. I like used to add a little razzle down. I mean, don't get it twisted. He makes very good money. You know, he honestly... He is going to make somebody so happy one day. Mm. I always have said this. Like, even when we didn't work out, I said, you know what? This is not going to work out. But I'm, he is going to be an amazing husband. Mm. An amazing husband. Like, seriously. Like, he's a so sweet. Like, literally, one of the sweetest guys I've ever met. And like I said, we did have a disagreement, you know, and it didn't end up working out. But that still doesn't take away from... I, I saw him. And I know who he is as a person in his heart. And he never... He never gave me any kind of like bad, bad vibes to where I was like, oh, fuck him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he definitely made me mad. Now, don't get it twisted. Mm -hmm. But he's a good person. So, I say all that to say, yeah, nail shop guy. But, you know, we had the lit names when we was dealing with crazy ass nigga. We had football babe, throwback babe, big papa, Mr. 50. We had all these crazy ass names, but they were also crazy ass niggas. Ooh, crazy ass niggas ain't even the word. Yeah. And speaking of Nigerian them, babe. Yeah. Speaking of them crazy ass niggas though, remember I had Houston babe? Ooh, Houston babe was a time. Cause he was crazy. You think he was crazy? I don't think, I think he was crazy about you, but he was trying to hide it. So whenever you moved around, he didn't know what to do. And it was like, it was, that gets to a point. It was a wild time. But I wanted to talk. But speaking of all of these guys or whatever that we used to date back in the day, I just feel like, you know, it definitely speaks volumes about how much we've grown as women yes. and how much we love ourselves. When I be looking back on some of the niggas I dated, girl, you did not love yourself right. at all. Because what was you doing? But I also will say about you. What was you doing? But you were, one thing about you that I always admired, like you was going to leave. Like a nigga really only had one or two times to fuck up with you besides that yeah. one situation. I mean, yeah, for sure. But even still, like I think that for me to deal with the people in the first place, like still though, what is right, you doing? Like right. that's fine that you will get up and leave. Mm -hmm. I just think that's more of like a personality trait though. A nigga ain't got to do much for me to leave. Right, right I'm going right. to leave anyways because mm -hmm. I mean, I probably don't want to be here. Right, right. So, and I get bored easily. I think mm -hmm. that's just, again, more of like a personality, personality trait. Rather than you like knowing like, okay. Right, I, okay. rather me knowing when to exit. Right, okay, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, that's it's fair. like I'm more, more so I'm bored. Not because I'm just like, like, I'm fed up. 
okay. Okay, that makes sense. I'm glad you said that. Though. No, yeah. Like, that's real. That's honest. Yeah, that's real. Like, more so because I just be like, okay, I'm bored. This was fun. What's next? Right, right. Who's next? Mm-hmm. Who's next? Go, 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 go. But yeah. Like, oh, but like, yeah. So I just feel like um, people that I dated in the past, though, I think it was definitely only because I was going through certain shit. Like, I was going through maybe rough patches in my life or where I just needed to feel connected to or loved by somebody. Something. You just and needed to feel something. Just needed to feel something. And that's really the only reason why you had access to me. Right. Like, the me now, I protect myself and protect my my peace so much to the point that, like, I don't give a fuck. I will cut anybody off. Anybody. To protect myself. Because I love myself so much and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm so deserving of good things. I'm so deserving mm-hmm. of great things, a great life, a great partner, yes. somebody that respects me, somebody that cherishes me, somebody that loves me, somebody that's afraid to love Lose me. Ooh, come on, I feel like niggas done. It's niggas that I dated in the past. Them niggas wasn't afraid to lose me. They were, and they used to show is? it. There, I told this to my ex. I said you are too comfortable with risking. Yeah. Losing me. I said you keep risking me. I kept telling them you keep risking me until I was gone. Mm-hmm. Until I was gone, and it's like, and it took for you to leave. It took for me to leave, and now he's feeling it, bitch. Mm-hmm. He's feeling it. And it's like... Oh, I know. He be singing songs. Okay. I see. You would have to put that man business out there like that. <laughs> he, <do. laughs> he was rapping. He rapped me he a nice He be outside her window with a boombox. But you know what's crazy? It's still not enough. It's still and not enough. And it be enough. his songs, too. Not a song from the radio. I'm dead. Now, see how you take shit too far? <laughs> but I will say this. When you accept crumbs from somebody because you feel like I want, I just, I'm okay with this because it's better than nothing. Think about this. If you had to choose a freaking porterhouse with a lobster mash, asparagus, mm-hmm. a good little crab cake on the side, Ooh, a little bolognese sauce. I'm getting hungry. I'm telling you. Are you going <laughs> to, are you going to, to me, let me tell you something. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait for that versus somebody taking a Ritz cracker and just doing like this in front of me. So you're going to take that them little crumbs or are you going to wait for the full course meal you can have? Cracker dust is wild. Cracker dust. But that's what I was accepting. I was accepting cracker, cracker dust. dust. Hell yeah. Damn, should that be the name of the episode? Cracker, cracker dust. dust. Uh, but a lot of women probably <laughs> like, file it. That's what we got to do. File it. Come on, Holly. File, file it. it. But it's the truth. It's the truth. And I feel like oh, a lot of women do that, me included. But I'm so glad that we're in this space now. Because you know what? I'll say this about the show, too. I love the fact that Poor Minds grow so much. And we're now in a space to where we can keep it real and keep it honest. Because Poor Minds started off like, you know, us just talking shit and being like, you know, having fun. Then when it started catching a little traction, I, I don't know about you. I can't speak for you. I can speak for myself. I felt like I had to talk to a BDB. I had to be like, oh my gosh, a nigga did this for me. I had to show my gifts and I had to show things that people were doing to me because I was like doing for me because I was like, oh, I got to live up to this image I created. But now I feel like I have a man now that does spoil me materialistically, gives me everything I want, but he pours into me, but I don't give a fuck about showing it off because that's for me to enjoy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, and I'm glad that we're in a space to where we can also talk about what we were really going through and our experiences with these people. Because, yes, get you a man that's ambitious and that has, but also don't accept 
his cracker dust, bitch. Don't accept cracker dust. I had a man that was paying my rent, making sure I was good during the pandemic because I didn't have, I had pretty much lost everything. I didn't have no income coming in. But, I yeah, need he, this money. I need this money. But it was cracker dust, bitch. Yes, I got my rent paid, but that wasn't enough. I was not fulfilled. I was getting a piece of this man. And it was like, for me, one thing that I learned, especially with my energy and my manifestations, my faith in God and my praying, I have learned patience. I'm learning patience and to wait for what, wait for the reward. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to eat this cracker dust because I know that porterhouse right there. Cracker dust. I'm going to STK, bitch. It's not for the girls. It's not for the girls. Stop accepting that cracker dust. Don't do that. Don't do that. You deserve better. You de we all do. But when you at know, least have a little caviar on the dust. No, we don't want no dust at all. Okay. I want to be so full. I look at that dust like, who that's for? Ritz crackers is good though. I mean, I love a little Ritz with a little spin dip. But he's talking about. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what about a club cracker? Okay, bitch. We're trying to stay on. We gotta get the message. My bad. Out. I'm sorry. I'm but hungry. Ooh, they be so buttery. Ooh. Please. Anyways, okay. I feel like so I don't so much feel like I had to talk to like a BDB. I think that's just my personality. Like I, again, I feel like I have just always loved like Boston niggas. Right. Like I love me a Boston nigga. It ain't never been no pressure because those are naturally the type of niggas no, when that I say pressure. I felt pressure to post what they were doing. No, 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 no. I know. I get what you're saying. I was just about to say though. I feel like I naturally just love dealing with them type of niggas no, we're rich niggas <laughs> <laughs> anyway but I think that when I was younger um the things that I was willing to put up with for the lifestyle or to be adjacent mm. to the lifestyle mm. or be adjacent to the niggas mm. With some bullshit. Yes. That now that I'm older it's like bitch I would never I don't give a fuck about none of that shit None of that shit. None and then it got shit. me so fucked up. Ooh. Like, I'm so cool with setting boundaries with oh people. My. And I'm so cool with, like, if this don't work for you, and if you not fucking with it, that's fine. You can Pick go, or I will go. Yes. Talk One of us can go, though. Because yeah. we both can't stay here. Right. But I want you to talk about your boundaries, too, and talk about how important it is to set boundaries. I think it's very important to set boundaries. Um, People are only going to do what you allow them to do Hello. if you let somebody know that you're not putting up with certain shit this is where you draw the line if they care about losing you they're not gonna risk it they're not gonna fuck that up Come but on. you gotta set the boundary though hello and i think that's where a lot of people feel is with setting the actual boundary like when i was younger i think I'm very flighty. Mm. That ain't necessarily setting boundaries, though. Like, I think niggas would know I would leave, but not because I'm setting a boundary and letting it be known. Okay, if you do this to me, I'm not fucking with you no right. more. It was more so like, oh, if you piss me off or if you don't give me some money, I'm going to block right. you. If you don't do what I want you to do. If you don't do what I want you to do, I'm going to block right, you. Right. You're going to have to risk me not talking to you no more. Mm. But then you know if you come back and do what i asked you to do initially you can come back you but can you, come back you can still so be a it, shitty person right so it really so it really wasn't setting no boundaries mm -hmm. now it's like if i if 
I'm going to let you know, number one, up front, what I'm cool with and what I'm not cool with. Like, we're going to have those conversations. I think uncomfortable conversations build healthy relationships. So, Oh, come on with it. No, seriously. You have to have uncomfortable conversations with people. You, It's no way that you can feel like you have a healthy relationship with anybody in your life and y'all ain't never had an uncomfortable conversation. I mean, and you can even say that for friendships. Cause That's why I said relationship, period. Because the amount of uncomfortable conversation we have had. We? I done had uncomfortable conversations with my mama. I done had uncomfortable conversations with my other friends. I just think it's, you You have to set boundaries with people. You have to let people know what you're okay with and what you're not okay with. I'm not saying that you should go into a first date, like, laying down the law. Right. You know? But, no, no, no. I feel like that's too strict. No, so go no, on. not my saying like on the first day, but you should let them know your intentions. And then once y'all get to it, you got to let boundaries be known. Yeah, no, yeah. What you what you want. Yeah. But I'm talking about like when I speak on boundaries, when it comes to an actual like um, romantic relationship, I think those are things that should be said when y'all start to feel like, OK, I like you. Nigga. Where is this going? OK, where is this going? Right. Like. Okay, so these are my non-negotiables. What's yours? Mm. This is what I'm willing to deal with. This is what I'm not willing to deal mm. with. I think that's some bullshit. Um, it's like a tweet they be going around all the time where people be like, "Don't tell your new nigga what your ex did to you, cause then he gonna feel like that's a reason to." That's just, a lie. That's some dumbass you shit. You know what? I'ma tell, tell my why. nigga everything that old nigga did to me because you know you my- need to know what this is what triggers me. Hello, and if you try me. I will walk away from you. Let me tell you this. I just had a situation with my man and he triggered me, but he didn't know he triggered me. Yeah. And I was so upset. I was so mad because I, 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 I got triggered and then I responded like he was my ex. I responded to him like he was my ex and it caused a whole new issue. And I was like, you know what? Let me step back. Let me step back. Because I talked to my therapist. She was like, you need to stop. Because she, I'll be telling my therapist. She's like, this is a good man, girl. He been, you know, he been, you know, he he's telling you, communicate with him. He's letting you know. And one thing I will say that I love about him is that he's like, this is a safe space. If I do anything that bothers you, just tell me. I'm not going to hold it against you. I'm not. We need to talk about this. Like. What's the issue? Mm-hmm. What's the problem with saying, hey, this hurt my feelings? Mm-hmm. So I told him that he had triggered me. I was like, oh, my God, I'm done. I can't do this. I need to, you know, and he was just like, what the hell did I do? He had no idea. Mm-hmm. And so when I brought it up to him, he was like, oh, shit. He was like, I was just X, Y, Z. I didn't think nothing of it. Like, and so in my head, I'm like over here, like in the bed, tossing and turning. This nigga just like watching Fucking Godfather and shit. I have a question. What? I dare you to eat the jalapeno. How much? Some coochie. Oh, hell no. That's a jalapeno. <laughs> let me get another drink, Tom. Because let me tell you what this hoe did. Side note, before I finish my story. What did I do? I can't remember where we were at, but I had a spot. I had something I spicy in my drink. I had something spicy in my drink. She was like, I'll give you $100 if you eat that jalapeno. Bitch, I don't give a fuck how much these ad checks is, bitch. I picked up that jalapeno so quick. She was like, never mind, $50, $50. Bitch, give me my hundo. And then, she, she, and then she put it down. She don't want $50. I don't want 50 I want that hundo. When you, you said when, you become, when you become too good for a hot 50 You said 100 But I changed my mind. $50. That's, that could fill up your gas tank. Bitch. You still ain't eating. I want You're not a real eater. <laughs> 
<laughs> you better ask about me. You better ask You better about ask me. about me. No, oh, I hate it here. Okay, but anyway, back back, wait, wait, let me let me just finish. Okay. So the reason um I was saying that was just because um have like projecting your old feelings that somebody else had on you. It's it's not fair to them. Somebody is going to trigger you. Mm -hmm. People are going to trigger you, but they don't know. Because honestly, he said a, he was what he said to me was a joke, but I took it so wrong. And I was like, hold on, man, this is not him. You cannot do that. So mm -hmm. I feel like that's why it's important. Hey, these are my triggers because this is what my ex used to do to me. And this is what hurt me. And this is what broke me down. So now he was like, oh, I didn't know. He was like, why you just didn't tell mm -hmm. me? I, I can't read your mind. I don't know what's going on unless you tell me. Right. And it was a good conversation. And now that's why that's my man, my, my man, man, my, my man. man. We love. And so real quick before we move on to the next topic, just going back to what I was saying about setting boundaries and like, you know, teaching people how to treat you I feel like when I was younger like I would stop talking to people or cut them off because then I felt because I feel like that was my leverage like okay I'm gonna cut you off you don't want to do what I want you to do but mm -hmm. then I know like niggas fuck with me so you gonna come back and you niggas gonna want to fuck, fuck with me so you gonna give a fuck who don't period so you gonna come back and you gonna do what i want and we can be cool again but now i'm in a place where it's like you're allowing disrespect as long as somebody gives you what you want right. right so now i'm in a place where it's like can't no nigga like if you got me fucked up you got me fucked up because i don't need shit from no nigga mm, anything that somebody do for me any and and don't get me wrong, like, that's a part of a relationship that's important to me because I feel like gift-giving is one of my love languages. And I just like nice things and shit like that, but... I'm going to only deal with somebody who does nice stuff for me. But like, just because you doing something for me, don't mean that I'm going to put up with your bullshit. Hello? And if you fuck up, you can't think that you're going to buy something and, and that you can come back okay. into my life. And I said all of that to say... I used to date this guy and our relationship was very much back and forth like that, back and forth like that. And then I cut him off. Finally, we stopped talking. And then remember, he bought me a purse. Mm. And then he thought, oh, yeah, because normally in the past, it would be like, that's what it would be. Now. Like you buy me something or you give me some money and we back or you pay my bills. We back to what we used to be but it was like he did that shit and i'm still like no okay. i'm not fucking with you yeah. and i haven't fucked with that nigga since and i'm not going to because yeah. it's like you're not going to disrespect me you can't think that you could just buy me and i think that i never was a person who could be bought but i think that when you're younger you just want shit yeah and you can't I mean, afford it so it's, it's like right. shit and it's crazy because the same gotta, thing happened to me when we went out with football bay a few months ago and, you know, he always still to this day yeah. will randomly cash at me, buys me things, gives me things. I still took my black ass home because, like, thank you, but you can't send me money and think, like, oh, everything's good or it's going to pick up where we left off. That's not that. But I think a lot of that comes with, like, you know, evolution and growth and loving on yourself, pouring into mm -hmm. yourself, realizing what you're worthy of and what you really deserve. Because, yeah, you deserve nice shit. 
like you deserve if that's the type of girl you are if that's what you like and that's what make you happy if you like material shit if you like bags and you like shoes and you like jewelry or you like cars whatever the case may be you deserve all that shit but you also deserve a nigga who respects you and you also should you also shouldn't have to not deal with a nigga who respects you and love you and cater to you and nurture you and pour into you so you can get those things right it shouldn't have to be a... You oh, shouldn't have to pick that. and choose. I agree. But you know what else helped me too? Lean on my friends. And boss up. I was going to say that yeah. too. Boss up. Because the thing about it, and we can speak on that shit now, boss up and get that shit to yourself and you'll be surprised. You'll the type surprised. of nigga that you run across. Yeah. But not only that, I just... And I want to say leaning on my friends too because I love the way my friends love me. So it taught me and, it, and they, they gassed me up and y'all build me up so much to where it's like... I don't need a man to make me feel good about myself because mm-hmm. I started feeling good about myself because I have women around me. I have my community and y'all just make me feel like y'all let me know like, girl, you that bitch. Mm-hmm. You really that. So I'm like, damn, these girls pour into me so much. So now I'm saying that to myself. So if a man don't see that, if you don't love me as much as my friends love me, you got to move around. Yeah. Cause my friends love me down and I, I I'm cool with my, I love being around my friends. Mm-hmm. I'm not male-centered at all, so you can go. Let so, me tell you something. All my friends will be the bitch up about me. Period. Maybe a nigga, too. Hello. <laughs> and will. For real. I'm serious. Like, yes, you have to get you a circle of people who, like, big you up the way that you need to be bigged up. Like, you seen how Kellen did, oh, boy, in the past. Remember when we got into it because Kellen charged that nigga up? Yeah. Him? I was like, Kellen, yeah. you gonna make him leave me? She was like, fuck that. No, and Kellen is killing, killing. I love Kellen. She was so emotional at our LA show because she's so proud of us. Like, everybody desires friends like that. Like, if your friend ain't crying at your live show, what are you doing? What are you doing? Because my friend, and Killer be at every live show. She do. Killer has been to like five live shows for real. Yeah. She be at Jordan. Jordan has bought all of our merch. Yes. Jordan got everything in his closet. Got all the teas. And Lauren. And mind you, my best friend is married too. And he be wearing my ass on his uh-huh. t-shirt lauren came to the first live show ever oh, and his wife do too though yeah they both got the shirt yeah she she and she loved you down so yeah i feel like our friends are so supportive and they love us now. yeah but that's what that's what's helped me heal as well and getting my confidence back and you know getting back to me go to my website musebeautycollection.com and get your limited edition Dre and Nicole t-shirts. This is one of the shirts and then Lex had on the other shirt in their limited edition y'all. So once they sell out, they gone. www.musebeautycollection.com. Get your t-shirts, get your lip gloss, period. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And y'all know Orlando. We owe y'all, so we coming back in a big way. August 10th, Poor Minds is coming to Orlando for our live show. Yes, we coming back.
coming to Orlando Improv. I cannot wait to see all of y'all faces. You know, unfortunately, we had to reschedule these days. So I'm super excited to come out and see y'all. Doors open at 7. Yes, and the show starts at 8, and we back bigger than yeah. ever. Let me tell y'all, y'all should be happy because this show, this round, is super lit. So Orlando, August 10th. Doors open at 7. Show starts at 8. Orlando Improv. We'll see y'all and we outside, Buki. Period. Put it on, because we coming. We gotta move on to the next one. I'm gonna let you introduce this one too, because this one was yours too. Nah, why are you come on, dope girl? Thank you. Thank you, um Tom. Lawn. Lawn Joiner. Lawn Joiner. I like I it. I like it. It's cute. So um I wanted to talk about for the second topic. You know, I think sometimes people only wanna date people because you dated them. Mm. Or because somebody that they might, like, want to be like or look up to or hmm, have um, beef with animosity towards that person. You only want to date somebody because that person was dating. Mm -hmm. You weren't even interested in any girl. Or you weren't even interested in that girl. You would have never looked her way. You would have never looked his way. But mm -hmm. now you want to date them because your enemy used to fuck with mm -hmm. And it's, I think that's sick. It's so sick. Let me tell you, I have never, maybe I have experienced it, but I didn't know about it. But a close friend of mine actually told me, mm. she was like, hey, you need to stop dealing with this person because I actually had somebody say to me, oh, yeah, you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah, he used to fuck with Lex and I fuck with him, too. And she was like, the whole conversation was not so much of the nigga that she fucking with, but it was like how she's fucking with. And I hate to say this because I don't look at myself like that, but how she was fucking with Lex P's nigga. Mm -hmm. She was like, that's how the whole conversation was. What you look at yourself as, Lon? I mean, I look at myself as a regular girl. I just happen to have a podcast, you know, that thank God does, you know, pretty well for itself. But I'm not fucking out here like, I ain't no fucking Beyonce or no Rihanna. I'm a I'm still a regular person. I don't know. It's giving Houston Beyonce. Beyonce uh, is wild. <laughs> You've lost it. You've lost it. Beyonce. But like, but, but orange like. Orange Texas, Beyonce. Orange, I'll take the orange Texas, Beyonce. Cause orange, they know the kids. Yeah, they know the girl. But anyways, I, 
I said all that to say, like, it was so weird to me because she was like, the whole conversation wasn't about, oh, that she found this guy that she's dating and she really likes him and blah, blah. It was like, yeah, this is uh, a Lex P, man. She be talking about him on show all the time. Yeah, because Lex and, um, yeah, because, you know, I, because I follow Lex and I know she be with him and this and this and, but, but I be with him too. She was like, the whole conversation was about you and it was so fucking weird. And Ooh, I was like, tomato, tomato. tomato. Cause let me tell you something. At this point, uh, for my ex, you can keep that nigga, like literally. But that's why I say, especially now in this space, it's important. I gotta, I have to have a stiff ass nigga. Cause don't get me wrong, I love everybody who loves me. But there are, we always say, there are little one twos out there that kind of watch the show, but they really not fans of us. They just trying to see what's going on. And um, a lot of the girls out there be fine. Women be fine. Women be looking good. So I need a man around me that's Y'all not tempted. Because you sometimes a girl will slide in your DMs, you thinking that she all about you and it's just a bad bitch whole time. She just trying to fuck with you because she heard Drea used to fuck with you. Or she know that you fuck with Drea, so she trying to see if you on go so she can put it on the blog so she can send it to somebody. You know them little small blogs that be posting us and posting our business and shit like that. It'd be crazy. Like literally. Somebody posted a con my man had posted he never posts he is not an online nigga he finally made a post and obviously he had posts in there from our trip and somebody commented on there and was like oh I would slide in your DMs but I know you Lex man how did y'all find him poor crew decorum what did we just talk about how did y'all find him how I've never added this nigga never like we talk a little bit every now online like where people can see but it's not like. I talk to everybody online. Wanting to fuck with somebody because I fucked with them My when goodness. I'm going to lie about fucking with him anyways Hello? is crazy. Because I'm going to be like, girl, who? I never fucked with him. I never fucked with him. Never. Never. Mm-mm. Who? Who told you that? Who said that? Do he got a picture of me? Who said that? Do we got my- he got my number in his phone? I've never seen him before. I've never life. seen that man. He do got your number. <laughs> That's not my number. What did they call it? <laughs> you gotta answer like this. Hello. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but what's crazy about it is like sometimes y'all know me. But y'all can comment on nigga pictures. That could have been two, three niggas ago. I know me. No a bitch like me. I'm telling you, I'm gonna lie. I don't. I mean, no. I if, it's my, if it's not my current nigga, I don't. I don't cl- like. I'm not claiming none of you niggas. So how many? Three. How many niggas you fucked? Three. Three, yeah. No, I'm really on three. I don't know about you. No, I'm really on three. Same. I'm really on three. That's crazy. That's good, being Good girls. Mm. But yeah, I feel like I think it's in a weird territory, but honestly, not even for us. I feel like a lot of times y'all see women, and I can only speak for women because I'm a straight woman, and I only date men, so I see things. Yes. This is the second time you kind of been trying to throw that coochie at me. And I don't like that. I'm not trying. You said this. I said, are you? Because no, you didn't say it like that. You winked. I did not wink at you. I said, are you? My lash probably a little, oh. <laughs> little low. That's what it was. Or it's probably just, <laughs> it's probably just a biscuit. Not the hibiscus. The biscuit. But no, I say all that but to now, say the reason I'm just speaking on women because like I can say I see it. I see a lot of girls on Instagram. It's very few women that I follow that I'm like, damn, she really living that life and whoever she fuck with is really doing their job. Mm. But I know that a lot of times you, a lot of people follow them because they want to know who she fuck with. 
and how they can get their hands on somebody like that. And, oh, let me find out who she is. I've literally seen a girl post her nigga because she was getting things and things and she finally posted him. That nigga followers went up dramatically mm. just because I went to go peep and see. And I was like, you bitches be weird. And I know y'all was sliding his DMs. I've seen women a lot be like, damn, I posted my nigga. I see women say that in their close friend. I posted my niggas and all you bitches started sliding his DMs. And I'm seeing this from like, of course, like popular women and popular girls. But that's why. And I don't even put myself in the category as like a popular girl. But like, you know, people know who I am. So I just feel like I have to protect my peace because why do you want somebody because they're doing this for her? Because just because they're doing that for her don't mean he going to do that for you. And then if he's still dealing with her, you don't know what the situation is. So that's you trying to just get them, uh, what we call it, the cracker dust. You trying to get that motherfucking cracker dust because you see her eating that porterhouse steak. And it's getting weird. It's getting weird. Mm-mm. So I feel like a lot of times people do that. It's it's a very it's very weird behavior. I cannot relate. Anytime I even see, I seen a girl post a story the other day. She said, now, I don't know if the story was real because, you know, a lot of people be lying for engagement. I'm, I'm not saying that she is, but I don't, I don't know, how, whatever. But the story was basically that um, her man took her and her friends out to celebrate something and he paid for everybody. And then after the fact, one of her friends was like hitting her man up. And then basically the friend was like, oh, we're not friends. You just my associate type shit. Like I said, I don't know how true the story is or what, how exactly how it happened. But I feel like, first of all, why are you inviting somebody out that's just your associate? That's what it was kind of like. Is this story real? Did this well, not, happen? Well, no. I, I don't know, friend. I mean, I feel like we all hang with associates sometimes. Like, everybody, ain't your, everybody ain't your close friend. I get it. But I'm not going to lie, Dre. If I'm celebrating us like having a sold out tour or something and my man is like i want to take you and your friends out i'm inviting you lauren killer um my sister and i saw the friends i got <laughs> so, but i'm saying i'm I not gonna, you got other people i'm not inviting associates if you have man, other people that you're cool with friend, I that i know that live in houston that if we had something alley, you would- yeah an alley I could think of like Allie's not an associate though. No, yeah, Allie is a friend. But I'm saying like you have other people that you're cool with, so where it's like maybe you might not hang with them on a normal basis, but you would invite them out to celebrate. That's cool, but also they would never be like trying to holler at my man and be like, Oh, well, we're associates, we're not friends. Well, first of all, if a bitch tries to holler at my man, we we not gonna be nothing no more. I'm not even gonna say nothing. I'm not even gonna address it. I'm just gonna cut you off. My man is a snitch. He is. He gonna tell me. No, my nigga like that too. Yeah, he gonna say it. My nigga is a snitch. He gonna say A big snitch. So I just think that behavior is like weird. It's like, and that's my biggest fear though. All my niggas been snitches though when I really think about it. Do you fear that? Like you're a man fucking a listener? Because one of my homegirls who has a podcast that's happened to her before. Her man fucked a listener. Um, like he was a fan of hers. And he like, of course, I mean, he didn't know it, but after it all came out, it like came out, but like he was low key, like she was low key, kind of obsessed with her type shit. That's crazy as fuck, right? I think men gonna be men. I think as a woman, you uh, not. Ooh, I don't know what to, I, I don't know if I want to say this. Say it. I just think that um, mm, mm. you always gotta worry about your nigga possibly fucking somebody. Oh lord, I'm not built for this. Mm. And I'm not saying that like all me, cause I who I remember we used to say this all the time on the show. I'm an ex Ty. Ty, do you think all men cheat? At some point in their lives, yes. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where I'm at with it now, too. I feel like we used to always say all men cheat. I think that if a man find a woman that he really love and he really care about. Not, I'm not but I think everybody, as a person who has cheated, am I a cheater? Would I consider myself a cheater? No, because I, I don't cheat consistently i haven't done it all the time i haven't done it in every relationship i've done it before Mm. and i think that everybody has done some form of cheating before even if it wasn't like the physical act Mm -hmm. you was texting somebody who you knew you shouldn't have been texting because you was in a relationship you might have went on a date you knew you shouldn't have went on a date you ain't tell your nigga about that date or you ain't tell your girl about that date as a former cheater (laughs) former I'm not cheating. Not playing. Not playing. I'm playing. She's not a cheater no more. I'm not lying to you. If if you can take me from my nigga, you cold as I'm not going, bro. And I have not ever, you know, I ain't never said that. No, fake. I'm not, I'm not going. Like, I am not going. I believe just because, like I said, I feel like I've never really been in a healthy situation. It's so healthy and it's fun. And I feel like this is my friend. Mm. Like Remember how me and you met and we just like hit it right off the bat? We was friends. Like we met and we were friends. Like we were like texting. I mean, actually. What? We were friends, bitch. Actually, we met and then we just used to look at each other at work for like three months. But I'm talking about when we first. And then I told her I had some money for her. And then she was like, That's a lie. That's not how that happened. That is not how that happened. It is how it happened. We had it was a <laughs> slow day at work, after, and then we had a conversation after that slow day. Then we started making money together. We, well, first of all, I'm playing. It's definitely not. But no, for real, a real note. We really was working together for like three yeah, months and never talked to each other. We never talked to each other, but you know that's how both of us are. We're not really friendly people talking. And to I told you, I'll be. Can I be? Go ahead. We was real cool, and then you became the manager, and then I was like, "Oh, I gotta be cool with her because I'm gonna come late." <laughs> you were you. <laughs> I was like, "I don't never be on time," <laughs> but this is my friend. <laughs> I've been here. Gonna be. And I remember I would always text you. I'd be like, "How is it? Is it busy?" You'll be like, "No, you can come in an hour. Cool, cool, bestie. See you in an hour." Using me and abusing me. <laughs> I feel. No, Lex is a really hard worker. Like, you really was like a bartender and you became no, the boss. I mean, I'm not kidding. I feel like where I'm at in my life right now, I think everybody, even on the staff, can say that about me. Like, I'm fun. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. But when I'm talking business, bitch, it's I think everybody kind of knows. Big like, business. Yeah. I th- I, and a lot of times when things go wrong, they be like, oh, like, let me call Lex and tell her like this. Because mm-hmm. I'm very, like, I... I'm get, like I'm like that. Mm-hmm. I've always been that way. Every time I've had a job, I've always been promoted. I get promoted like this. That's just always been my my work ethic. But going back to what I was talking about, um, after we had our first conversation, even though maybe you were using me, bitch, you were using me too because I had that was, and she had that body body. I, I was still I had boxy the money train. I was still a little boxy then. I wasn't really giving body like I was now, but. Yeah, it was a, we it wasn't was, boxy. I wasn't boxy, but I wasn't. It wasn't given like it is now. But anyways, after that first conversation, we was locked in. So I said all that to say, I have that same vibe from him. Like that's my friend. Like when we like got into our little tidbit and we didn't talk for like a day, I was like, oh my god, like I miss my friend. Something happened today, and I need to tell him what happened. So um, I feel like yeah, I think cheaters can change. 
I'm not going. Like I said, I'm not going. I'm really not. And I'm not going to lie. Every time I've cheated, it wasn't like, and I know this is an excuse. I'm not making, I'm not trying to make it seem like, but women cheat for different reasons, I believe. Now, there are women who cheat just because they're horny, but every time I can honestly say I've cheated, it was That's because... a terrible reason to cheat. No, listen. Because you horny no, is terrible. I agree. I agree. But men cheat because they're horny. Women cheat because there's something missing emotionally and they're looking for something that their partner is not giving them. Because I can honestly say, I, I know I should be saying I'm a cheater, I'm a cheater. I have honestly, this is me being honest because I joke about it a lot. I have cheated in two of my relationships and that's me being honest. Two. I swear to God, two. That's it. And the both times I cheated. What? Why are you laughing? <laughs> it's the truth. Because I'm just laughing at how you tried so hard to convince me. Like I haven't been here the whole time. I have, it's only been twice. No, I it, it has, but I'm laughing because you're really because you lost so much. You, I, I lost you're really so much. Trying so hard. I know you're gonna be like, bitch. So they're gonna be like, it has, it's no, only been two times. It, it has only been two times. So I will say the two times I did cheat it, I did cheat. I was looking, I was missing things emotionally. I was looking for something to make me feel, like you said earlier, make me feel something like I make you feel. Yeah, but that's what I said. And that time I was kind of a little male centered. I used to be very male centered. I did. I used to be. I want to be your girl so bad. This is the, I told y'all Drea right. want me. This is the third right. time. I told y'all this bitch want me. Uh -huh. Nice and slow. Uh -huh. Girl, I'm, first of all. She wants that porter high. <laughs> Ew. First of all, I'm kidding. I'm really. You want to be my. You know why you want to be my girl? Because <laughs> I give off that energy. Like, what energy? Hey, I'm going to take care of you. I make my bitches feel good. Lex, I cannot with you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I am okay. so done. Okay, okay. Back to the topic. Back to the topic. I had said what I said about like cheating and stuff because I just was basically saying I feel like period. You always got to worry about your nigga going. Because mm. niggas going to go. But you don't I have to worry if you that bitch. Not, wor not worry, bitch. I ain't worried. Mm. I mean, I feel like you know that. I ain't never worried. But it's still like it's a possibility like i wouldn't be surprised i feel like certain women i feel like for some men like it's some niggas who gonna go for any girl Anything. like they just horny like they just want some pussy and then i think it's certain niggas like it has to be a specific type of girl to pique their interest you know what i learned but if it's the right one a nigga might go a nigga gonna go but guess what let me tell you something that i've learned too and this is why I love the fact that my confidence is back. And I really, I truly believe Return this. of the Meg. I am that <laughs> girl. I am so serious. Personality, fire. Body, fire. Pussy, fire. Look good. Everything. I am an escape. When you with me, we can be in my living room watching Netflix. You're going to feel like you on vacation, bitch. Mm -hmm. I'm a vibe. I'm a good time. I know mm -hmm. my energy. I know who I am. So, yeah, you may wander off, but I'm telling you, I'm going to be gone and you're going to miss me. You're going to be on my phone rapping verses just like my ex was because they always want to come back. And, you know, a lot of times people say, hold on, because people say, oh, he just coming back because you're convenient. No, he coming back because I'm different. I'm different and I know I am. Mm. But I know my value and I know my word. That's why I'm not accepting the cracker dust. Hello? Let's move on. And that was a word. That was a poem. That was going to call it. Cracker. Cracker dust. Very poetic. 
Yes, that was good. That, that was, was good. real good. I, I, I. You felt that? I'm empowered. <laughs> you should be. I, I too so... am that bitch. Yes, you are. I am. I look good. Face card never decline. Don't decline. Personality ten. Ambition ten. Everything. 10. Coochie. 10. Yeah, all it. I'm telling you. I Everybody, I mean, I'm not perfect, but I'm worth it. What Missy say? Nobody if it, is it worth it? it, let me work it. Put my thing down. <laughs> Flip it and reverse it. It's, it's not going to give me They said that she said it's yours if you get the thing with. No. Oh. She said, I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. And they oh, and then they reversed it. Somebody said, this, this, that's what they, I mean, that's what they said. Don't fail me now. That's what they said. Missy, if you see this, can you please come on the show? A bop, please. I got a can we sing that today? Because you know what? Oh, nobody yeah, we sing that today. Sorry. Okay, well, I don't know why. We are over time, Missy? bitch. Okay, is your vagina dry? Oh, now we don't. <laughs> Get into the bed. Ow, the bed. Bow, the about, 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 bow, bow. A bump, 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 bump. A bump, bump, bump. Sorry, that was a remix. Go ahead, Okay. Is your coochie dry? Do you have the Sahara between your thighs? And it might not be. And it's not pleasing to the eyes. Ooh. You can't make that nigga dick rise. You gotta, you gotta add to the oh. form. And when you look at it, it's gonna make you cry. But that pussy should be crying. But it's too busy drying. <laughs> <laughs> and he told you it was good, but he was lying. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so let's get into the reasons. Drea Angela. Lying. Why? <laughs> oh, that was a good death That was a good Y'all are good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Dre. Okay. What why is your coochie dry? Why is your vagina dry? Let's get into it. Okay. Because honestly, I feel like a lot of women, we talk about ED a lot and stuff. So we want to talk about vaginal drying and things that could cause it. So a lot of times this has nothing to do with you. You know, you can't help it. Our body has functions. Okay. So it's crazy because that clip that we had that went viral when we were talking about wet coochie and, you know, using lube and it's okay, drinking water. A lot of girls was like, I can go all night. Coochie stay wet. Pussy too good. And it's like, okay, that's cool. But let's be honest. None of y'all are really like, you know, everybody got good coochie. If you say it. everybody got good coochie. coochie. But I wanted to talk about the reasons, the medical reasons why you can... The, have dry vagina and sometimes y'all be thinking y'all be creaming but y'all yeasting mm. but we, or y'all peeing no did you squirt. see that video that no, was send it to me oh it's real bad send it to me. you said i'm not gonna That's say it it was bad Bobby, send it to me i know you got it in oh your palm oh my god i said oh baby that's not squirt. you had to go to the bathroom and it looked like you just drank hennessy Mm. It was great. It, I mean, yes. So, she, now she's drinking Incredible Hulk. Baby, let's get into this. Okay, so the first reason why your vagina could be dry. So this goes out to the men. I said alt. 
This goes out to the men. If you've just had um, a child with your baby mama, your wife, your girlfriend, whatever, and you're like, okay, it doesn't feel the same, breastfeeding causes vaginal dryness. Hmm. Never knew that. So if you're having trouble, you know, getting it revved up a bit and you're breastfeeding, that could be, you know, an issue with it. You know, mm-hmm. birth control pills. I personally stopped taking birth control pills years ago. I didn't like the effects that it had on my body. It's very natural to have a period and do all the, I don't, I just let my body do what it's going to do. Same. I don't, I don't take anything altering to my body to the point. So I don't even take Tylenol. I don't take no type of medicine. When I feel sick, healthy remedy me. I'm going to go to the sauna. Yeah, like, I don't, I just want my body to heal itself. Mm-hmm. So, if you take birth control, though, and your coochie dry, that's why. That's why. It's the rhyming for me. <laughs> All right. Cancer treatments, including chemotherapy and hormone therapy. Diabetes. Diabetes. Remember when you said titties? Just. Diabetes. 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 And honestly. That's another reason why now some people can't yo sugar low and i mean for real though right now some people have diabetes and they can't help it but when i feel like um if you have diabetes (laughs) because you know of weight gain and overeating that's something that can be controlled so we definitely got to do better we we talked about this on a past episode a long time ago about our health as um black people we need to we're gonna have a nutritionist on the show yes we definitely need to have a nutritionist on the show because i think that's very important so a lot of times diabetes i can't speak for all the cases and i'm not but i feel like um and the people that i know personally that have diabetes they developed it and it was something that they could have prevented from eating right yeah my dad had my dad had diabetes he got diabetes when he was like in his 20s or or 30s and then he didn't like really make it any better because he used to be we used to be finding honey buns in his drawer why you got that in there you know you're supposed to be eating it but anyways um medications including anti-estrogen medications treating uterine fibroids or endometriosis certain antidepressants and antihistamines treatment for itchy eyes and runny noses Mm. so obviously if you're having things you're taking medication to treat um fibroids and things like that that's understandable but or i would say um itchy eyes maybe but i feel like look not y'all be in the comments calling me Dr. Sebi now, but I feel like everything that goes wrong with your body, if you eat certain I ain't never certain... seen nobody in the comments calling you Dr. Sebi. I Sebi's. never said that, but they, I said, don't y'all start calling me that now. Because <laughs> I, I, I thought you said they be calling you. No. Like, you loved a lot. But they did. People who know me do be calling me Dr. Lexi. Uh, who? I'm a medical MD. Who be calling you that? <laughs> the people. Who? You said you, people that know you. Yeah. So you I'm don't waiting. Know, you don't know. You don't know. So um, I know everybody you know. What'd that say? Anyways, Anyways like I said, but I do feel like anything I like outside of like your body doing things like you know, like if you have fibroids, you can't control that. It's like Dr. Lexi. I'm not I'm not too deep in that bag, but I do feel like a lot of the lifestyle I was living caused a lot of my fibroids. I'm not gonna get too deep in that, but I feel like everything can be helped with your body by the things you eat and consume. I'm a strong believer. I agree with that. So I, I feel that. like all these things can be prevented. If you are taking care of your body, well, this one, this one, I won't say cancer and things like that because, you know, cancer causes different things, but 
the fibroids and the antihistamines because you're trying to treat itchy eyes and runny nose, like stuff like that. Yeah, like you can find alter. Come on, Doc P. Okay. Now, I'm not a doctor now because y'all going to be in the comments like, look, I ate a banana and I still can't see. Bitch, I didn't say all that. Okay. So it also says removal of your ovaries. What the fuck do a banana got? Banana, or was it? It's carrots, my bad. Carrots uh, with your eyesight. And that's why you ain't no motherfucking doctor. <laughs> I got it wrong. It's the hibiscus. <laughs> I'm drinking hibiscus, though. I was like, what the fuck do a banana got to do with you seeing? It, it's carrots now. It's, it is carrots. Facts. That's why Bugs Bunny got away with everything because he could see the things. That what he used to say? He used to get a, yeah, what's up, Doc? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speech. I'm just scared the whole Okay, removal, removal of your ovaries <laughs> or phorectomy. Okay, I've never heard of that. I didn't, I haven't either. Um, Shadron, Shadron. Children, children syndrome, and auto S J O. We gonna yeah. spell it S J O G R E N S syndrome, and an autoimmune is disorder that can cause dryness throughout your body. Well, obviously you can't control that because that's the syndrome. Yeah. Um, not being sexually aroused, your nigga just sucks. Using scented or perfume soap sprays and washes around or in yo vagina leave that pussy alone I, we told you we tell y'all that all the time stop using them yoni eggs them wipes them this and them that a little water you know what i'm saying a little ph soap i mean that's made for the vagina that's all you need but you don't got to put it in there do one more poem leave that pussy alone leave that pussy alone when you go home Make sure you leave that pussy alone. Cause if it's funky, it can't come in my zone. Mm. Mm. And if you know what I know, these niggas, they gonna smell it in your zone. When they enter <laughs> your home. Your home. They can smell your motherfucking zone. And when you take it off, we smell it on the floor. Because mm. of that thong. Oh, Jesus. It's that green smoke. Mm. Oh, my God. Coming up. It's <laughs> okay. It don't got to rhyme. It do got to rhyme. It has to rhyme. It has to rhyme. Okay, okay. Let's start over. Okay. Okay. Oh. When your coochie is really dry mm -hmm. in your home, you got to know that he ain't going to want a bone. And when he don't want a bone, he can't get in his zone. Mm. And if he can't get in his zone, we going to send him on a drone. <laughs> and he going to go far away. Yeah. Because now he can't stay. Yeah. He can't stay because it stank. Mm. <laughs> and we ain't talking about that dank. Because that dank be really loud. And of that scent, I'm proud. But <laughs> your pussy got a cloud. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and the cloud is really, really dark. Mm. And you knew this from the start. <laughs> and that coochie, too dry. 
and too taut. And you wonder why you got them flies. <laughs> and now you sitting there wondering why. Mm. And it's burning my eyes. That was good. That was good. That was good. <laughs> oh, we got We need to go to the school. <laughs> we need to go. It's giving. Because have you ever been around some, some coochie so stinking make your eyes? No. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Now you taking shit too far. No, I, I don't. We are know. way over time for this my episode. Bad. So let's move Oops. on. Oops. 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 <laughs> there goes my shirt. Up over my hair. She too horny. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And Miami, we coming to turn up. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. We've been long overdue for a Miami show. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait to see y'all. It's the perfect way to kind of, I guess, end the summer. Because the summer going to almost be over. And it's like... But August 13th, yeah. we going to be in Miami. Miami Improv. Shows, doors open at 7 start today. Yes, and I'm telling y'all, look, this is right before my birthday, too, so y'all know I'm finna be lit. It's Turning lit. that. Ooh-wee. I'm finna, I'm finna put it on for Miami. I'm telling y'all, listen, August 13th, doors open at 7, show starts at 8, Miami Improv. Y'all, please do not miss this show. Y'all know we're gonna have people popping up, rolling up on us. Miami, it's gonna be fun. Welcome to Miami. Period. So I'm Miami. Yes, you know. See y'all What the old people used to say? Be there or be Hey, what's up, Atlanta? Guess what? August 18th, I will be at Center Stage. Yeah, pull up on me. At the end of the day, I'll be at Center Stage. Fuck you talking about? Hell yeah. Fuck with me. Pull up on me. I'm in there, though. You know what I'm saying? Center Stage type shit. Pull up on me. You know what I'm saying? No capping gonna be done at all. Some of the coldest shit you ever heard. You heard me? Pull up on me. August 18th, center stage, Atlanta, Georgia. Here you talking about. The thing about eating healthy and being fit is like, it's hard to do it by yourself. So I'm just so happy that I got the whole team involved. Dad, and I see you too, Dad, with your mouth <laughs> Bro, this is crap. Bro. What? You know, this used to be a food-friendly environment. She needs strictly food. Like, you need to calm down because you wasn't even working out four months ago. I'm carrying on this gallon of water. There's tequila in it. I'm like, I can't even make drinks. The guests don't want to be on no diet. Freaking ain't eating Okay, so uh, now we go get into the bop. The bop. Ow. The bop. About, 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 about. Okay, so my bop of the week, y'all know I love me some Afro beats. And I will say this, the closest people to me in my life are people that I have similar music tastes to. I've noticed that. Y'all, if you date somebody and y'all have similar music tastes, just trust me on this. Even your friends, like... Me and Drea, we don't listen to the same things all the time, but when I get in her car, I'm feeling it's the vibe. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. You know, vice versa. Like, we, we always feel the vibes. So, I really feel like there's some science in that that I don't know what it is, but everybody that I listen to the same type of music 
we get along. So my bop of the week is Come Over by Mel Vito. It's a Afrobeat song. It's a vibe. It's definitely giving sexy time. Like this is the song that you listen to when you and your nigga on vacation. Y'all got a view of the beach or y'all sitting in the hot tub together looking at a view. Wherever y'all at, play Come Over by Mel Vito. I'm telling y'all, it's going to be sexy time. It's a motherfucking vibe. It's a motherfucking bop. Um, I'm gonna work on a like Afrobeat sexy time playlist for y'all. I feel that R&B list going crazy. The R&B playlist, it's so. This is probably my best R&B playlist today. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. Really fucking fire. So y'all make sure y'all get that in the um, bio, my R&B playlist. But yeah, I'm gonna work on a Afrobeats like sexy time playlist because they be having the vibes too. It's getting like, mm, you know, I want to. Girl, come over. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What you been listening to? Girl, I love this song. And it's very trendy. What? But I like it. Barbie girl. Oh, Barbie yeah, world. Yeah, I like it. I'm not a main like, but I like it. I this mean, song. first of all, it's Nikki. Nikki. It's fucking Nikki. It's fucking Nikki. And then never I, does wrong. And I like Ice Easy. Spice. Like I feel like people be trying to play with her, but like she She's be saying her life. And she be having some catchy music. This is what I have to say about Ice Spice. A long time ago, Cardi B said, hey, I'm not here to be a lyricist. I ain't no J. Cole. I ain't no Kendrick. I'm here to get the party fucking turned. It's the same thing for Ice Spice. She here to get the party fucking turned. I feel like Nicki is in a different lane because she gonna get the party turned, but she gonna give you bars. She's in her own lane for that reason. So I feel like let's give Ice Spice what she deserves. She got... She getting us turned up. Like, damn, she in her mood. And I feel like it's a very catchy song. You know, it's a fun song. It's a summer song. Like, it's getting ready with your girls. Yeah. Now, Ice Looking Spice cute. is for the young... Well, I, I'm not going to say, like, I always, like, listen to Ice Spice. But I, I, I see it. I get it. I'm not a hater. But, yeah, it's definitely a... Get ready with your girl. It's cute. It's a cute little vibe. It's a cute vibe. Oh boy. And so I like it. It's I cute. fuck with it. Shout out to Nikki. Shout, shout out to Ice Nikki. Spice. Shout out to Ice Spice. The poor crew loves y'all. And I bet like a Barbie. Mm -hmm. I'm a Barbie girl. And that was a ball. Back in the day when we was. No, born. it was. And then you know the Barbie movie. The Barbie movie. Are you hey, excited to see it? I want to see it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not. I don't want to see it. I'm going to go see it. I'm probably going to wait till it comes out like on Hulu or something. Mm -hmm. But the marketing for this movie. It's I have never seen marketing like this since fucking. I don't even remember since I've seen marketing. They don't market movies like not this. Not since I've seen marketing, bitch. You've been seeing marketing <laughs> I mean, your whole since life. I've seen. Um, <laughs> I was trying to say a movie, but it's the hibiscus. It's, 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 it's the, the hibiscus. But yeah, I haven't seen marketing like this since I don't remember when, honestly. I've never seen marketing like this in my adult life, I can say. Because this is how they used to do movies. They used to do rollouts. This yeah. is a mother. I mean, I done seen everybody from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Nikki, Ice Spice. I mean, they've got everybody involved. I literally turned on my TV. My TV popped up with an advertisement. Like, oh, Ooh. click here and play the trailer. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Speaking of, real quick, speaking of um, Beverly Hills Housewives, I just started watching oh. it again. Yeah. And it's yeah. so good. Yeah. See, thank you. Because when I say watch Beverly Hills, watch Vanderpump, yeah. it upset me like I'm crazy. Because don't get me wrong, Real, House of Real Housewives of Atlanta is always going to be my number one. But Beverly Hills, bitch. It's tea. Th they're number one. It's like this. 
it's a lot of tea going on. So I and, and I remembered how much I don't like Camille. Girl, oh, you in those seasons. Okay. I'm like, I started over. Yeah. I started from season one. Oh, girl, you just fucking wait. Mm-hmm. She gonna really show you. Oh, she gonna piss me off. I know, because oh. she done pissed me oh. off. I know what's gonna happen, it's but I just to wanted get, to rewatch it. It's about to get real nasty. Real nasty. Okay, so now we're gonna get into our favorite segment of the week. It's the Pour Your Heart Out segment. If you... Well, we got item of the week. Oh, you got item of the week. I'm sorry, I didn't... So, item of the week is... <laughs> Muse. None other... Then the Muse. Then MuseBeauty dot dot com. But see, I be having to like remind. It's not called Muse Beauty Collection. That's just the name of the website. It's just Muse Beauty. So that's actually glazed, but it ain't really clear no more. So it's okay. It's gonna come on clear. It is. See, I be dabbing mine. Oh. Cause I feel like that make it well, don't like that way. It don't take the color off your lips already. Well, you know. Okay, so teach us how Dre to do it. Okay, I'm going to show you. So this is actually one of the matte liquid lipsticks. It's called Cider. This is like my favorite go-to matte liquid lipstick that I have right now. And then it's this one. And then it's another one called Rosé. And I like to use the chestnut liner. And then I use either Cider or Rosé. And then I use Glaze. And I put it on top. Except, like I said, I dab mine. Because I don't be wanting it to mess up. About to be comments like, ooh, they sharing lip gloss, boy. We so, like what? Drinks. <laughs> 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 Go ahead, now. <laughs> they think we be fucking the same nigga. We play too fucking much. Oh, Anyways, so yes, that's my item of the week. And y'all gotta get the chestnut liner. I'm actually gonna do a TikTok this week and I'm gonna show like the difference between like mine, chestnut from Mac, and like Charlotte Tilbury. Mm. Because mine is a really good dupe and it it's is. and it's, it's cheaper. cheaper. Yeah. So yeah, so that's Have the you thought I- about putting Muse on Amazon. Mm, no, I haven't, but I should. And you know you can drop it off at their warehouse. So they It'll be on Prime. So when people order it, it'll get there the next day. And when you drop their your stuff off. Mm. I, I, hey. I like, I think that's why I keep you around. There's a warehouse in Atlanta. Just you saying. smart. There's, uh, hey. Yeah, that was a good idea. Hey, hey, hey. hey I'm hey. just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know. You know. <gasps> yeah. Uh. <laughs> 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 Yeah, but What's I think I might do something with Muse for my birthday. We don't see a little collection, a little one, yeah. you know, uh-huh. nothing too crazy. Okay, so now we got pour your heart out. If you want your question answered on the show, make sure you email us at askpoorminds at gmail.com. Patreon members, make sure you put that in the subject that you're a Patreon member and you get to skip the line and all that good stuff. Make sure y'all sign up for our Patreon. We update it weekly with bonus exclusive content. So we got the questions today. You want to start? You want me to start? Okay, I'll start. I got one. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Hey, Lexandrea. First, I want to start by saying y'all are my best friends in my head, and I love y'all as a duo. Y'all's dynamic reminds me of me and my best friend, but unfortunately, she is no longer with us. Oh, I'm sorry. That's so sad. That is. 
So when I watch y'all, it warms my heart. Anywho, I watched the last episode with Shannon. It was fire, by the way. But it made me think and reflect on my recent experiences. Like Lex, I'm very much a my man, my man, my man. But I was recently in a very toxic relationship. And after two years, I found out this man was cheating on me with multiple women. And this was the second time I found out, mind you. I finally got fed up and left his trifling ass, but it definitely fucked up my confidence and self-esteem. Like, I know I'm that girl, but I lost her in this relationship. But I'm slowly making my way back to her. My question is to you both, what do you do for yourself to regain your confidence and change the narrative of being down bad for that man to being down bad for yourself and reclaiming your self-worth? Teach me your ways, LOL. P.S. Sending love and prayers to you both. Love y'all. Um, I think I touched on that a little bit earlier in the episode. I think um, leaning on my friends and um, therapy helps me, but also just talking to yourself positively. And I say this all the time, y'all get a journal mm -hmm. every time. I, so I write in my journal daily now. You have to build up to that. It's very hard to write in a journal daily because sometimes you don't feel like it. But I will say when I was at my lowest point, I was writing in my journal daily so now when my ex does things that used to get me back in, I go back and I read my journal and I remember how he made me feel. And if I can sit down with a clear head and write, hey, you're miserable. I hate it here and I'm literally unhappy. I'm depressed. I don't feel good. I, I look in the mirror and I don't recognize who this person is. I'm literally reading. I am so happy right now, but when I sat down the other day and I read my journal entries, I cried because I felt so, and I apologized to myself because I was like, why? When you write in your journal, do you play the Moesha music? <laughs> but you know what I do? I be doing that. You know what I do do? Let me I'm not, I swear. No, no, listen. Because sometimes it like, I You swear. play Moesha's music, listen. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You don't play Moesha's music. Sometimes I do. You're a maniac. Because <laughs> why? Now, I will say this. But why did you get me in the zone to write? <laughs> no, listen. I do, I do play music when I'm writing in my journal. And I listen to the music that I feel at the moment. Oh. So what I do is I write the date. I write the time. I write the song that I'm listening to and I write the lyric that resonates with me most. Mm. So I do do that. And then I write my journal entry so I can remember exactly what moment it was and exactly how I felt. So that helped me with my confidence too. Cause I'm like, look where you are now. Every day is growth. When you mm. decide to move on and grow and feel like you really are that person, lean on your friends, lean on people who really love you, lean on people who see you. Lean on people who really fucking see you mm -hmm. and just make the process to start healing. That's what I did. But I feel like journaling is amazing. Journaling will make you never fuck with certain people ever again. Friends, family, boyfriends, whatever. Journal everything because you never forget. Journaling. Doing more self-care. Like, I feel like you as a person have to constantly pour into yourself. Journaling is something that I'm still working on. Like, I do journal, but I am not to a point to where I do it every day. But I I make personal time for myself mm. every day, though. I feel like life is crazy. Mm. What? Because you don't answer my calls. No, but sometimes I don't answer your calls. And then when you call me again, I'll answer. Because when you called me, I was reading my Bible. I was stretching. I was meditating. 
excuse me, I was meditating. I was doing like my little morning routine with my supplements and taking my vitamins, drinking my smoothie. Like you have to take time to take care of yourself. You have to work out. I think if you fill your days, this is my thing. This is something that helps me get through things. I don't know if it'll work for you, but when you go into shit, if you keep yourself busy, it helps keep your mind off of the bullshit. I don't mind. Don't have shit to do, but still didn't think. Autos, and auto it, mind is the devil's playground. Yes. You don't have nothing to do, but sit and think and think about what went wrong or what you mm-hmm. could have did better or whatever. But if you keeping yourself busy and you're constantly pouring into yourself, you're not even going to have time to think about that shit. And what I will say. Drink a lot of water because you're going to pee all day. And then if you peeing all day, you ain't got time to think about that you gotta shit. You got to pee. You got to order toilet paper. You got to do a lot of stuff. It's a lot you got to do mm-hmm. then to be thinking about and that nigga. Occupy your time with stuff that's self-love too. I feel like us getting in the gym, like I've been in the gym for the past two months, but now we have a trainer. Now I'm eating healthy. Most of my day is occupied with what I'm consuming. Did I get enough protein? Did, Did I, I drink enough, enough cal- water? Yeah, like I'm really trying to make myself a better person. That's what my day be consumed with. I'm not consumed with if this nigga think this and this and that about me. Hey, you love me or you don't. And I'm telling you, meditation sounds so cliche until you actually really start practicing this shit. Mm-hmm. And it don't have to be long. You know, I think a lot of the time when people think about meditation, people be thinking of like, oh, you sitting there hmm, for an hour. It don't got to be it could be 10 minutes it could be five minutes and then if you new to it you could do guided meditation it's plenty of videos that you can look up on youtube you could download it's one on netflix you can download the calm app and that's free they have free meditation little videos or whatever and like you just sit there for 10 minutes and you will be surprised sitting there for 10 minutes Clearing your mind of everything, not thinking about nothing, but just focusing on you being there present in the moment mm-hmm. will change your mood so dramatically. When you open your eyes, you'll be like, oh, you got to stop giving, day. you got to stop giving people the power to affect your day. Yeah. You control your own. You control happiness. everything. You control your thoughts. You control how you feel. Everything. All right. This is a long ass episode. They're going to be happy about this one. How okay. long is it? We had hour time. 24. That's not that long. Okay. I thought she was going to say like two hours. Question number two. Hey, Lex Andrea, I literally just stumbled on your talk show. Thank you. It's a talk show. When I was looking back for female podcasts on YouTube, and when I tell you I've been back to back watching your videos, I'm obsessed. I found out that both of you ladies lost a parent, and I lost my mom a year ago, and I found comfort in alcohol and drugs. Mm. Only weed. And I guess my question is, how do you guys find healthy ways to grieve instead of spiraling down can you give me some tips and advice i'm really lost and pushing everybody who cares away from me because i don't know how to control my emotions and can't really deal with the loss of my mom anything helps Mm, well girl first of all that's the same way i was grieving at one point not not drugs but alcohol you were smoking a little one too weed um no that was during the pandemic oh yeah you're right you're right you're right yeah my dad passed away like end of 2020 yeah. so um and i was just smoking weed because bitch i used to like it yeah yeah but go ahead go yeah ahead. but <laughs> but anyways um but honestly though lex is right though i'm not like i don't do drugs like so the fact that i was smoking weed a lot at one point um i had a lot going on that was before my dad passed away but when my dad did pass away i was like drinking a lot and I had to 
get to a point to where I realize, okay, this isn't healthy. Like this isn't good. And like, you're doing this to run away from your problems. That's when I got rid of all the liquor in my house. I stopped having liquor at my house. I did. Um, I decided that I was going to do a fast. And so I didn't drink for 40 days and just doing that really kind of got me back centered. I think that For some people, though, and I will say this, for some people, it's really that easy. Like, I think me and you are both kind of like that. Like, we don't really have, like, addictive personalities. It's easy for us to cut off anything. I'm not sure if you're that type of person, but I feel like maybe you should try that. And then if that doesn't work for you, then maybe you should, like, try to find a group. Because I think sometimes the root of a problem is like just cutting it off try, or at least trying to cut it off cold turkey. And then when you can look at things from a clear point of view and a clear mind, sometimes you don't want to go back to the ways that you was once partaking in. Like, that's how I feel. When I didn't drink for 40 days, I was like, what the fuck? Why am I getting drunk every day? Why am I getting fucked up every day? Then I really, to be honest, once you cleanse your body of all of that stuff, I don't know if a lot of y'all have ever did that, but if you don't drink for like 30 days, 40 days, 60 days, your body just feels so clean and so pure, especially if you eating right and you working out and doing all of these things and not drinking, you just feel so good. And it puts you in a space where it's like, okay, don't get me wrong. I definitely want to do a little turn up sometimes, but why am I doing this every day? It's more of like, I'm trying to escape something. I'm trying to get away from something and you can't never deal with life head on. If you're constantly running away from your problems and trying to find an escape. And then on top of that, let's be real doing shit like that eventually like it's fine because we young now but eventually it's gonna give you all type of health problems you don't want to die young you don't want to end up with cirrhosis of the liver and all of this stuff so I just think you need to try to do a detox and then if that doesn't work for you and you still feel like it's a vice and it's something that you're struggling with I think you should try to find a group um of people like a um what is it called AA group Mm -hmm. Um, or something like that well I'll say for me when I First lost my mom, it was literally unexpected. Like I was literally on the way to a photo shoot mm-hmm. and I found out my mom died. So um, I think everybody needs to understand, first of all, everybody grieves different. So don't be hard on yourself because this is how you're choosing to grieve. Grieving is in stages. You're gonna mm-hmm. feel anger, you're gonna be mad, you're gonna blame yourself. It's so many different stages of grieving. So I think first of all, you need to give your always give yourself grace. And then understand that this is a journey, a never ending journey. It's never going to end. And I've at first, I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm going to get over this one day and I'm going to be okay. No, yeah. I came to the terms with, I'm going to be dealing with grieving with my mother until the day I die. Same. And I'm okay with that now. So, yeah. and now I got to the point to where I was probably like maybe four or five months into her passing. And I was like, I need to stop crying. I cried. I was crying literally every day. It wasn't a day I didn't cry. Five months straight, I cried. For five months straight, no cap, I cried. So I got to a point where I was like, I need to stop crying. I need to be okay. But no, you don't. It's okay to cry. And it's okay to not be okay. It's okay okay. to not be okay. So now when I, you got to let yourself feel. You have to talk about it. So for me, what I started to do was I tried to, put it away and not think about it. I tried to not think about my mom because I was like, let me go on tour. I got to show up. I got to do this. I got to be Lex P. I got to be funny. But you know what? Me 
trying to put those feelings to the side. I started leaning on people that was bad for me. I started, you know, drinking a lot as well. I started just trying to not think about it. But honestly, the more you think about it, the more you can grieve and accept that fact that she's gone. And now I can talk about my mom and laugh. When I tell you, I'll be thinking about shit that my mama did and I'll be cracking the fuck up because that lady was crazy as hell. But mm -hmm. I'm to that point now yeah. because I talk about it. You have to talk about it. You have to. And you have to surround yourself with people that are okay with listening. So get a therapist, first of all, especially a therapist that um, focuses and has a, um, what's it called? Specialty. A specialty in grieving. Because I did have a different therapist before, but once my mom passed, I did have to change therapist because I needed somebody who specialized in grieving because I needed to know exactly what to do. I need, and then once I got my therapist, she was like, okay, you're in this stage. I was like, oh, she let me know, okay, you're in stage three. By the time I got to her, I was in stage three. I didn't even realize there were stages. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I was in denial. It's a denial phase. It's so, it's so much. So I yeah. feel like reach out to professionals, talk about it. Let yourself grieve. Give yourself grace. I still cry. I, you know, it's just crazy because, you know, I'm in my mid thirties. I'm about to turn 34 and, you know, I'm, it's crazy because we're at that age, unfortunately, where a lot of people are starting to lose their parents. You know, our parents are in their 60s, 70s now for some people. You know, if you, your parent didn't have you necessarily young. So um, one of my very close friends from high school, I found out she lost her dad this past Sunday. And it triggered me. Every time somebody loses a parent, it triggered me because I knew him. Like, I used to be in his house. Like, he used to come to our volleyball game. So... Everything's going to trigger you for a while. I, I still cry. I, I literally cried yesterday behind my mom, you know? So I think what it is is just you have to realize it's a process and give yourself grace and time. But understand that it's never ending. Yeah. But you have to find healthier ways to cope. Yeah. Alcohol not going to help. Therapy is very important. I yes. agree with Lex on that. I started going to therapy maybe like two months after my dad mm -hmm. passed away. I didn't wait that long. Like I started going immediately and I had a counselor who, you know, specialized. specialized in grieving as well. And it helped me a lot. And then also I think it's really important. I'm not sure because you didn't say how your parent passed yeah, away. But I think that two people have to realize that a lot of the time um, when you're grieving the loss of a parent, you can kind of fall into those same habits that guide them in that predicament. Hello? Like with my dad. My dad used to drink my whole life. And like when I was a kid, my mom don't drink at all. Mm -hmm. And she always bring up to me, like she'd be like, it's so funny because when you was younger, you used to say, I would never drink. Like I, I'm i never going to drink alcohol because I don't like how drunk daddy be. And I don't like how he be like stumbling and like doing. And my dad was like, he wasn't like an abusive drunk right. or nothing like that. But he used to be turned <laughs> looking crazy. No, and I used no. to be like, I'm never going to do this shit. Like what the fuck? He be looking crazy <laughs> and it's so funny because you know you become grown you start trying different things and then I started drinking it and I got to a point to where I was drinking a lot and then I would call my mom especially after my dad passed away and I would be like crying to her drunk as fuck on the phone mm -hmm. one thing about my mom was she gonna answer the phone when I call her so it'll be like two in the morning I'm drunk, in the fuck, drunk as fuck I'm on the phone with her and I'm like crying and I'm like oh I miss daddy and I, she like why do you keep drinking so much? Remember when you used to say you, didn't, you was never going to drink? 
Remember when you said you was never going to do that? And you know that that's how your dad got sick. Mm -hmm. Because my dad had diabetes, like I talked about Mm -hmm. earlier in the episode. And he had heart problems and all type of stuff. But then he would drink all the time. Mm -hmm. So then he wasn't taking his medicine because you can't mix the medicine with alcohol. alcohol. So you having to make a decision. And he chose to drink Mm. and so ultimately that's how he ended up having like diabetic strokes because he wasn't taking his insulin Mm. and he was drinking and stuff and so my mom would just be like why why do you be doing this Mm. when you know like the end result and so you have to like ask yourself that type of stuff too and it's like i think sometimes it's hard to think about that stuff when you young because we so young you know you be like oh i'm healthy i'm good but, but you said but you're that, not thinking about the effects that he's gonna have on you long term you said your dad he got diabetes in his 20s 20s 30s yeah my, it was before i was born the first time my mom had her heart problems i remember it was when my great aunt passed and my mom was literally 31 that was the first time she was yeah. like, the doctor was like, hey, you need to calm down. You're stressed. Your blood pressure is high. That was the first sign. And that was what ultimately, you know, so it's like, pay attention to your body. When my mom passed and I went to the doctor, you remember I was having all my medical issues. Mm-hmm. I had high blood pressure. He was like, you're stressed. Your blood pressure is high. I was like, hey, I need to start eating right. I need to go to the gym. I was like, I'm not doing this to my nephews i'm not doing this to my friends i'm not doing this to my sister like we all supposed to grow old together god willing you know so if you can do anything to prevent that you know do that but just find healthy ways you know to cope. Cope. yeah you know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. you know i think i don't want to put you on the spot Todd. because then you lo- you lost your mom as well yes seven years ago uh-huh and i went through the same process being angry all the different stages of grieving feeling like it was my fault or like mm-hmm. i should have done something more um they everything that they said i 100 percent agree you need to see a therapist i literally just cried two days ago yeah same just like reminisce and, and it was seven like seven years in mm-hmm, yeah seven years and what you said about you know that you're going to be grieving your mom until the day you die. That is so true. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to always be thinking, even if it's, if it's happy thoughts. Right. That's still a process of grieving, too, because you're missing this person. You're thinking about this person. Mm-hmm. You want them to be there for these big moments mm-hmm. right, right. to celebrate you. So, mm-hmm. you know, stay prayed up. Get that journal. Get a therapist. And what I do also, I have a group of friends, like you said, we're getting older and we have friends that are losing their parents. Mm. So we kind of buckle together. We lean and support each other mm. so that if you're having a bad day, it's Father's Day, Mother's Day, whatever, we stick together and mm-hmm. we're like, hey, how are you? We're checking on. We're like that support group for each other. So mm-hmm. I think that's also very, very important. important yeah. It is, for I'm sure. Like, oh, the Mother's Day, the Father's Day be Oh, Father's Day be hard, and then August is coming up. Like, and it's so crazy because Lex's birthday is in August, so it's always like a time for celebration. Which I feel like it's crazy because it's kind of the same thing with my birthday month. Because me and Lex's mom have the, the same, same birthday. birthday. So I gotta celebrate. Wow. Oh, your birthday was very hard for me. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm glad. Yeah. Kind of, you know, celebrate. Yeah. But you're. I, I mean, it's gonna be like that for the. And rest it's of gonna all. be like yeah. that forever, and it's the same thing when it comes to Lex's birthday too, because her birthday is August. Her birthday is August seventeenth. My dad passed away on August ninth. Mm-hmm. Um, his funeral was on August twentieth, and then his birthday is August twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. So August is like always a crazy month for me, but then it's my friend's birthday, so we gotta. That's crazy because April is like that too. My yeah. mom, you know, it was like your sister' birthday is in May, which yeah. is right after. But... My mom, it happens like my mom's uh, birthday 
her death passing and then mother's death mm-hmm. it's all within like a three four week that's how my dad yeah. is too yeah that's crazy as hell and so yeah and, and it, it's just hard but it's like you have to have people around you that you can lean on like ty was saying you know you have to go to therapy you just have to have a good support group and you can't fall into the bad habits, habits. Mm-hmm. you have to create good habits and create things that's gonna make you happy like put yourself into things that make you feel like you're living in your purpose don't self-love yeah don't go towards like the drugs and alcohol that's it's it's not gonna get you nowhere you want to be but one thing that helped me too was make sure you keep up with your upkeep getting my hair done yeah about yourself i look i got my hair done the other day shout out to kyle (laughs) Y'all go to Kai Johnson, go yeah. to ATL, get your hair braided. But honestly, just keeping up with your appearance, that's what made me like mm-hmm. waking up and feeling good and just being like, and knowing that live the life that your mom would want you to live. Because I think about like, you know, if something happened to me, God forbid, I would want my nephews and my friends and everybody around me. Y'all know what I, what the fuck I want you to do. Mm-hmm. You better go fucking do that shit because I'm going to be pissed off if you just in the house drinking and throwing your life away you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so you gotta do what you know you know that that person will want you to do and drinking is cool i mean you know we have a little drink right now now but in, modera- but in moderation in moderation okay so moderation. now we're gonna get to the voicemail y'all know we love a good voicemail listen if y'all leave a voicemail please leave us a 30 to 60 seconds this is not for advice just get things off your chest. Tell us, you know, what you love about the show, what you hate about the show, what you want to see on the show, how you feel about us. Just if you want to get a story off of your chest, something that happened to you real quick, whatever. The number is going to be below on the screen. So make sure y'all call that number and leave a voicemail. So, Dad, what's the voicemail today? All right. Hey, Drea. Hi, Lexi. I just wanted to leave a quick voicemail. I'm a huge poor fan. I'm a huge poor girl. I'm a part of the poor crew. And I just wanted to drop in to give you ladies your flowers while you're still here to smell them. I've been following you for a long time. I've been listening to the podcast since the very beginning. And I'm extremely proud of your growth. I'm extremely proud of where you are. You know, when you guys win, it makes us a part of the poor crew. It makes us feel like we are winning with you, too. I just want to tell you, ladies, that I'm extremely proud of you and to keep doing what you're doing. You're beautiful. You all are motivational. You're amazing women, and I really do enjoy tuning in every week to hear you and to see you on YouTube. And I also wanted to say thank you to Lex for the book that she – I wanted to say thank you to Lex for the book that she had um, um, referred us to for – Stop. Oh, she was probably talking about the article. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So speaking of that, me and Dre do have our Amazon storefronts linked below. So anything that we do for the item of the week is going to be in our Amazon storefront. Mm-hmm. So y'all can go shop. Links in the bio, all that good stuff. Um, and I just want to say thank you. Thank you, girl. Sorry we didn't get your name. Yes, but thank you, boo. It's a growth. And I want to say I love the fact I always say this. Poor Minds is growing and it's changing and it's turning into something different. I feel like we always have our phases. And I love this phase right now. I feel like we're in our self-love, healthy, healthy things phase. Mm-hmm. So shout out to the poor crew y'all know we're gonna be outside make sure you go to poorminds.com and get your tour tickets because we're gonna be outside cutting up um use beautycollection.com get your things anything you want to add oh patreon.com backslash poor minds what else 
buy the motherfucking tour tickets period we need we need y'all to come to the show we ain't trying to have five of us in the building this is a long episode Jeez. they gonna love this one no guests today get the tickets period. and we'll see y'all next week bye oh there you go you know what it is Clayton English. This your boy Moneybag. I, I read your part. This your boy Nam Green. And this your boy Moneybag, <laughs> and we are B2K. Man, stop playing. Listen, man. We not B2K, but we will be in Nashville. This family business, man, for oh, real. Yeah, That's what this tour is. October 1st. Well, we is Zanies. We ain't none of that shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ain't gonna be no dancing, none of that, man. Gonna be some dancing, some twerking, a whole bunch of oh, shit. Oh, no, him. none of that. By him, Mr. Skiggy himself. <laughs> We will be provided. <laughs> Back to the topic at hand. We at Zany, October 1st. Yes, sir. Nashville. Nashville. Get where they can get the tickets. 85southshow.com. 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 Matter of fact, click it. Yeah. Come yeah. be, bring your family to be with our family. Amen. And maybe we can be family. And bring your little friend or something. Bring your little friend or something. Bro, What y'all got to get Nothing, bro. What you got? I'm just saying. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, XP. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole, and we just wanted to come and talk to y'all and let y'all know that we do have sponsor packages available for this tour coming up. Yes, for rich or for poor, too. We do have sponsorship packages available. If you would like to be a sponsor for the live tour, all you need to do is hit us up at Drea and Lick Show at gmail.com. That's D-R-E-A-A-N-D-L-E-X-S-H-O-W at gmail.com and all of the details will be provided to you but yes if you want to be a sponsor if you have a small business if you have a big business whatever type of business you got we all about business go ahead and hit us up and we're gonna send you all of the details so that you can get your business sponsored with us for richer purport too yes and like she said we have different packages available Mm -hmm. for purchase so make sure y'all email us dreaandlexshow at gmail.com and we'll see y'all on the road period What's up, y'all? It's your girl, XP. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And we are here to talk to y'all about GoodDaySense.com. Yes, I love me a good candle. And Good Day Sense candles smell so good. And they're soy-based candles. My fave. So there's Delicious. nothing better than getting your house super clean, mm-hmm. mopping, sweeping, all that good stuff, and lighting a candle. And let me tell you, my favorite scent is black love. I like to manifest that in the air because that's what I want. Yeah. And so... And it's vanilla. I feel like you can never go wrong with the vanilla candle. I mean, it's fall time. That's the kind of sense we need. So also, you can use code P-O-U-R, that's poor, and get 25% off of your order. So go to gooddaysense.com and get your candle and use our discount code and have your house smelling good. I don't know if y'all ready for this one, but we gonna give it to y'all anyway. Javi, drop that shit from the top. Yeah, hit that shit, Drea. <laughs> Why do we have a routine? You were supposed to be crumping right now. Hit that shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wiggle them knees. Get them knees. Go ahead, Drea. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. If he got a big, let me search it and find out how hard I got to work. Yeah. 
I like to get to, to know, know you so I can show you. Huh. Put the pussy on you like I told you. Huh. Give me all your numbers so I can phone, phone you. Yeah. Your girl acting stank then call me over. Yeah. Not on the bed, let me on your sofa. Yeah. But before you come, I need to shave my choke child. child. Yeah. You do or you do or you will or won't child. Yeah. Go downtown and eat it like I'll a bow child. child. See my hips and my tips, don't you? See my ass and my lips, don't you? Lost a few pounds in my waist for ya. It's the better go Sex me so good I say blah blah blah. Work it. I need a glass of water. Boy, oh boy, it's good to know ya. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. If it got a big let me search you and find out how hard I gotta work you. Is that you're from me? Let me point you. Is you're from me? You ate that. Get your nails yeah. done. Get a pedicure. Get, Get your hair did. Yeah. Boy, lift it up. Let's make a toast. Get closer. Don't I look like a Halle Berry poster? See the Belvedere playing tricks on y'all. Girlfriend wanna be like me? Never. You won't find a bitch that's even better. I make it hot like a Las Vegas weather. <laughs> Why you act dumb like? Oh, I thought that was that part. But I could give you what you want. Yeah. I love your braids and your mouth full of floss. Period, Missy. Let me tell you something, Missy. You ate this shit. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Period. Poor Minds. We on tour. Poormines.com. Get y'all tickets because we going up.